Podcast City Network. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! All right, guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. Do you need a website for your business? Well, you can use HostGator.com to get your website up and running fast and easy. And with the Mark the Shark MMA Show promo code, you can save 60% on your web hosting costs. Again, the code is Mark the Shark MMA Show. Use it and save money with HostGator.com. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built, used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MarkTheSharkMMAShow. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. And also, this episode is brought to you by the Henzo Gracie Academy of Ramapo Valley, New Jersey. Save 10% if you use the code Mark the Shark MMA Show. Call them today at 201 580 Hi, everyone. I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. And that's marks both with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. 
She has her books in Kindle and audio book format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. All right, guys, we're back on the Mark the Shark MMA show. Today, we got a very special guest, MMA fighter, Devante Burnham. How you doing, Devante? I'm feeling pretty good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, where are you from, man? Anyway, what state are you in? Uh, I am. Uh, I currently reside in Las Vegas, Nevada, but I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, How'd you end up in, uh, did you just move to Vegas for the MMA scene, or you just wanted to get away from the cold and get a little warmer? <laughs> well it was more of a uh more of a just, just it was more of a well-needed move you know because you know chicago is you know more it's it's become more violent mm. and uh that's not something i needed to be around <laughs> <laughs> I hear, yeah no one wants to deal with that right it's 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 intense although i do miss the cold i just don't miss the violence <laughs> uh you miss the cold oh i can't stand the cold man you get yeah, well, old you can't tolerate it anymore you know well, I mean, you know, I, I went back home, uh, I believe, uh, maybe, I think last year, and uh, I I enjoyed it. Like, I was happy. I was at peace. You know, I was, you know, shoveling snow. You know, it was it was wonderful, actually. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, so, like, what was your first uh, martial art? Um, I debuted uh, for Tough Enough at, uh, it was in 2017, April 7th, at um, downtown Fremont, across the street from the D. Okay. And uh, it was um, against a very good friend of mine, uh, Daquan Meeks, you know, who, who is now a champion. You know, he's getting better within the past two years. And um, I was nervous. <laughs> you know, it, it was uh, my first time, you know, fighting in front of, you know, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. I lasted two rounds, ended up losing the match, but it, it was a good run for me, or at least to get my name kind of out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so how did you get into the martial arts? Were you a wrestler first, or I did a, I did a little bit of boxing when I was in Chicago. Okay, but um, it didn't really fit my image at the time. You know, being in school and uh, it was, I couldn't I couldn't hold it together during that time. And so, uh, you know, aside from uh, you know being bullied and everything, I decided okay, maybe I need an outlet and. I decided to train for mixed martial arts, and well, here I am. <laughs> uh, okay, so how long did you box for? Was it like, a, did you have a couple of amateur fights, or? Oh no, I, I just, uh, you know, I just trained for boxing. I never had an um, amateur fight. The only amateur fight I had was just mixed martial arts. Oh, uh, okay. So how long did you box for? Was it just like a year or two, or? I um, it was for, it was a very short time. I would say maybe like uh, three, four months. Oh wow! And then you went. And then how long did you go from there to mixed martial arts training? It took years. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't start uh, mixed martial arts until uh, I moved out here in Las Vegas in uh, 2011. Oh, so you you never did it um, in Chicago then? Yeah, there there was no way I could because um, you know it it's, it's kind of hard to get around in that city when everything's happening, you know, violent wise. So I kind of just backed off. Ah. Uh. You but said, out here, oh, you said you were bullied as a kid. 
yeah and that, that's what kind of triggered you know i need an outlet to you know release frustration and you know anger <laughs> yeah because your weight class you're what a flyweight yes sir ah uh, so you were like always small and then everywhere yeah. and stuff yeah they just picked on me like hey, you know he's the small guy we're gonna pick on him I was like really <laughs> <laughs> And so you've been doing mixed martial arts for about eight years now, right? For about um, for about three years, yeah. Oh, three years. Oh, I thought you said you started in 2011. Okay, you moved to Vegas in 2011. Yeah. Okay. And so I you... made my, my debut with Tough Enough in uh, 17 and then, you know, kept going from there. Oh, wow. Now, what do you prefer more, striking or grappling? I am quite the striker. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've, like, every opponent that I've faced, they say, dude, you know, you hit pretty hard for a guy your size. I'm like, really? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I mean, th thank you. <laughs> so ever since then, I take that as a compliment. And then uh, I just, you know, I kept going with it, you know, striker. So I've been working on, you know, all combos and everything. And it's, it's really been doing me a wonderful, you know, favor for fighting. Now, is your style more boxing or are you like a kickboxer in terms of striking? I uh I'm more it's more boxing, okay. But um, I do like to mix it up a little bit too. You know, add a little bit of more tie in there with it. Okay. But you know, that's something I still need to work on a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. Have you thought about now that you got the uh, MMA experience, like venturing off into other avenues, like maybe try a boxing match or a kickboxing match, or or you just that had that has crossed my mind, but you know, I, um, I wouldn't mind stepping out of my, you know, my comfort zone to try something new mm. because, you know, I might be able to to, uh, you know, be able to, to uh, adjust to that. But I think for right now, I'm just stick to the mixed martial arts, you know, platform. Okay. And we're going to keep going from there because I, I really, I'm really trying to go pro. <laughs> yeah. That's everybody's dream, right? So what's the name and, of you train out of? Um, I, I was training at a extreme couture. Oh, okay. And you switched over to a new gym or. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still currently looking. There's a few gyms I'm looking into right now. Um, one of my buddies wanted me to join him at syndicate. Okay. And then, um, there's, a another one, one of my other buddies wanted me to join. It's uh, the UFC gym. Oh, and so I'm assuming that's like a legit UFC gym because around here they got a lot of, um, how do I say it? It's a UFC gym, and I'm sure they probably got like some dedicated athletes. Um, but it's still like you know, like people hitting bags, just trying to get a cardio workout in. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> um, I know like the because uh, I'm from Jersey, the one in Hoboken. Okay. I, w I wouldn't. I'm not too sure about their MMA program. I know their jujitsu stuff was legit. Like they had legit. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu structures. They had a, a lot of guys there from Marcelo Garcia. Uh, like oh, man. Johnny Grippo was like a you know multiple-time world champion, and they had some other guy who was the main instructor. They had a lot of like, but what they find now is they rotate the instructors in or out. So it's not like a set, you know, set person. I, think I mean, I've uh, I've met a. Uh... I met a few, uh, you know, professional UFC fighters at the UFC gym, uh, you know, guys like Chuck Liddell, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've well, seen them. Vegas. I mean, it can't, yeah. it can't be, uh, I mean, I'm sure they still have like, you know, 
the soccer mom and, you know, the average guy that's just trying to get a work out of But I would assume it's a little bit more serious there in Vegas, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. These, these guys out here take it very serious. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming there's a lot, tons of MMA teams out in Vegas. I've only been to Vegas once, but I didn't get to uh, watch UFC in that there, but because uh, it wasn't on the schedule the weekend I went. But <laughs> I'm imagining there's tons of them, right? Yeah, there's, man, there's, uh, there's a ton of choices. Like, I've, it, it's really hard to decide because, you know, every gym says they're the best. And then, you know, I ask uh, amateur and pro, and pro fighters, like, hey, you know, what gym should I go to? And they tell me this. And I'm like, all right, I'll take your word for it. Now, what, I didn't know Extreme Couture was out there. So you trained with uh, Randy Couture or not? No, I, I mean, I've seen him, you know, in the gym. But um, he does, I, don't, I don't think he actually, you know, comes in there to, you know, train, uh, you know, fighters. Um, but I, I have seen uh, a lot of other pro fighters that have, you know, come in there to train. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of unfamiliar with who they were. But, you know, it's, that, that gym is awfully popular. And uh, every uh, fight event that I go to, it's, you know, all I hear, all I hear is, uh, you know, fighting out of uh, Extreme Couture, you know, these guys are they're the best. Like they, they can't now, be touched. Do you happen to get Randy's autograph at all? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that that'll be that'll make my day. Oh my god, I, I wish. I would have ran over and asked him. He probably would have signed it. I don't think he would mind. So, are those gyms down there expensive, or like what's like the average monthly fee for those gyms? Yeah, it's it's yeah they're it's yeah they're very expensive. They're gonna it's gonna cost you a good nickel out here. Um, if anything, Jersey, it would be anywhere from like a, I would say, I'd be giving an idea like a good like a jujitsu school would be like one fifty, one sixty. A um, Thai school would probably be like two hundred a month. Well, well, yeah, that is true. But they they also have uh, they also have um choices that you know, that you can, you know, choose like uh for example, uh, extreme couture has like you know boxing. That's like maybe like fifty. They have more tad. It's like maybe like sixty, and then you know from there. Oh, so they split it up. Like, if you want to do one aspect, you do this. AX. Yeah, they they have categories. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Me, oh. um, I did uh, I did basically everything. So it it cost me a good four sixty eight four four sixty when I first got in there. Oh. And then um, after that, it dropped down to I think one seventy. So I was like, perfect. <laughs> oh wow, man! Yeah, that is expensive. And man, are you the, working now, or are you just like doing odd jobs just to get by so you can focus more on your training? Like, what are you doing now? Are you working, or? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm working uh, full time as a. Uh, um, I'm a legal clerk for my job. Um, okay. You know, it's kind of like lawyer business, and uh, on the side, my job does know that I have fighting, and they can they can understand that. So you know, they they let me go off and do my thing. Yeah. Did and they hide I, you? Do they did they, they look at you funny knowing that you're an MMA fighter? They, you know what? They, they actually do because uh, they're like, dude, you know, you're you're so you're so nice. I, I can't see you fighting or you know talking, you know, a bunch of crap to people. You know, <laughs> I was like, you hey. know what I've noticed? You know what I've, I've noticed about? All right, you, you do got some MMA fighters that you know, they're, they're, there's a little something wrong with them in the head, you know, and they, and some guys like actually love fighting. But what I've noticed when it when it comes down to uh, 
combat sports where it's like kind of like legit combat sports. Um, they tend to be a little bit more down to earth and a little bit more honest with themselves. So, I mean, you do have have to have a little bit of an ego, I think, especially if you're going to get in, in, in the ring. You got to have like you know a little bit. But I think for most part, from what I've seen, is like they're very down to earth and they're very nice, you know. Whereas, like, you know, in other sports, you know, like team-oriented sports and stuff like that, you know, you can get different types. You may not meet someone that's, like, kind of, like, honest and stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's... At least that's my opinion, you know. Because, like, talking to you now, you do seem like a nice guy. Thank you. I I appreciate that. (laughs) You know. And then... But there's a lot of, like, nice guys that do the MMA, and then they just switch it off. You know, switching on when they fight, and then there's some guys that are just like psychotic, dude. You know, whether yeah, I, out and they just they just use the MMA, you know, like the ones that are like gonna break up being in jail and, sh- and stuff, <laughs> and they just use MMA as an athlete because they, they, they know. But for the most part, you know, most of them, you know, I find that when it comes to like jujitsu, boxers, and kickboxers, <laughs> I think they're. I think how can I explain? They're, they're more humble because they have to be. Absolutely, they absolutely. Know that there's someone out there that, even though as tough as they are, they know that there's someone out there that can take them out. You know what I mean? So you have a little bit. I think fighters have a different outlook in life than than the average Joe. You know. That is true. That's something I can't agree on. And you know, it's it's funny you said that. Um, you know. Um, the part we say, you know, the switch comes off. Yeah. Because um, one of my uh, one of my coworkers said, "Hey, so like, you know, you're you're a nice guy, you know, inside the office, but you know, does, does that does that nice persona, you know, click off, you know, when you're in the ring?" And I told him, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, be nice to be nice to my opponent. Like, hey, you know, you can get these free, you know, these free shots, and you know, no, it doesn't work like that." Yeah. And what I think is like for some fighters, um, I say. They have like they're competitive, so it's not like like when they're in there they're like it's like vicious. It's just like another sport. You know what I mean? Like you're competitive. Yeah. You're competing one on one with the other guy. I mean, exactly. some of the guys I know, I mean, you know, it's just they, you know, like I said, they're just doing it to make sure you don't go to jail. But <laughs> 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 but you know, so you're the nice guy. Do they, do they? Do you have a fight name at all or no? Uh, I was giving the fight, but uh, I was given the fight name uh, Black Mamba. By Black uh, Mamba? yeah, uh-huh. it was by it was uh, after I won my uh, my vic- my first victory um, via TKO in, in Henderson, Nevada, out here for Tough Enough. Uh, okay. Um, my uh, one of my good friends, he's a very good friend of mine. His name is Phil. He he uh, he trains at Asylum Fight Team out here in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, you know. I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I won my fight first round, you know, a minute 47 seconds uh, via TKO. He said, oh, really? So, like, you know, you know what we're going to call you? I was like, what? He said, uh, we can call you Black Mamba. I said, okay. <laughs> I dig it. I, I can dig that. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to have a fight name, man. You know? and, because, and because, you know, I, I, I see why he called me. I mean, I see why he called me that. I mean, I won, I won my fight by, uh, you know, a flurry of punches, you know, my – my opponent got tired out, and he—I hate to say it—but he he tapped out in the middle of the ring. I was like, you know, what the hell, dude? <laughs> oh, so he tapped out the punches. Yeah, he was like he overwhelmed. 
yeah, I, I heard him say clearly, like, you know, oh, man, I'm tired. I'm like, no, dude, don't even don't even tap out. And he just he tapped out. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and then I think uh, almost immediately, like a day or two after I get a message saying, hey, um, you know, this guy wants to, you know, he wants to uh, do a rematch with you. I'm like, OK, let's let's do it. You know, let, let's go. So that rematch was scheduled for Mesquite, uh, Mesquite, Nevada at the Casablanca. Mm. And, uh, you know, sure enough, as it got near, you know, I've been training my, training my ass off, you know, to get back in the ring. He hasn't been training, and they had to pull him from the fight. And they couldn't, they couldn't find me a replacement, so. <laughs> yeah. Now it was see, all bad. Tough enough, is that that's mostly in, or, in Orleans, or do they have them in Vegas? It's a, they have different <laughs> venues that they go to. Um, they have the Orleans Arena. They have uh, Mesquite, Nevada's Casa Malaga. They have Henderson, Nevada's uh, Green Valley Ranch. Um, what else do we have? We have uh, the uh, Pact and Mac, which is their biggest event of the year. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to get into that one. <laughs> and then um, what is that one? That the one that you're trying to get into? The uh, Thomas and Mac Center, the uh, Pact and Mac. Oh, okay. That's yeah, the name. Like, that's the name of the venue, or the name of the it's the uh, it's the name of the it's the name of the event they uh they they hold it at the uh the thomas and max center out here in las vegas oh okay when does that usually take place um sometimes early june sometimes mid-june it's 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 a very fun event i attended there myself and man it's, it's something i really want to you know be a part of it's it's just an experience you know oh yeah man i hear you i hear you now, now that you're on, uh, so how many more fights do you think you need to get pro? I heard it, the, I, I was talking to some fighter, I think he was from Louisiana or Mississippi or something else. I'm assuming they did that in Vegas. Like you gotta, in the old days, you get like two or three fights and you can go pro. But now they changed it so that you gotta win, like I think, 50% of your fights as an amateur you go pro is that how it is in Vegas well is it yeah necessarily yes because um you know after maybe two or three fights that you win um you can you can go pro unless you know you make that decision to stay an amateur and try to you know go go after the title but um that's what I'm trying to do right now is go pro so I need a couple more fights under my belt because I only won uh one fight and I lost two. So if I manage to win one more, maybe two more, I can, you know, uh, be up there to go pro. Yeah, because because uh, around here they got like, okay, I guess they're smaller promotions, and it's kind of relatively like sometimes you just show up seems like and the guys get like they get an opportunity to fight for the belt. But this tough enough looks like they got like a lot of uh, events throughout the year. Do they have like a pro version of it, or is it just all amateur? Um, I believe this is a uh, strictly amateur. Okay. And you know they, these guys, they you know they go they go over the top with their events. I mean, their their biggest events is you know um, Mayhem and Mesquite, and then you have the Thomas and Mack Center, and it's the crowd is jacked. They they love they love this. It is it's absolutely a, an amazing experience. Wow. I'm like looking on their website now. They do something with Chuck Norris World Combat League. Oh man, I'd like to see that one. 
yeah, these these guys are man, these guys are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Now when you're doing these um shows, have any of your fights been televised or what do they usually do? They stream it over the web or something? Um, there there was one point in time where yes, they did they used to stream, you know, um their events live you know, over like uh, you know, Facebook and okay. YouTube. Um, but now, you know, now that Tough Enough is getting a lot better, you know, with the product, they, they are, they, I mean, they have been, you know, streaming live, you know, on uh, like cable, you know, or like a certain channel. Have any of your fights been on regular TV or anything like that? Or? Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, I, I don't think my last fight that I had was, you know, streamed on TV because of how short it was. Okay. But, but I mean, you know, that, that's fine, you know. Um, but I, I would like for one day for, you know, to see my face, you know, on the TV. <laughs> so, now, awesome. so now I got a question for you. And I, I usually ask this question of a lot of like amateur fighters. And I, I get different results. Um, all right, let's say you turn pro. You know, obviously it would probably be a smaller, you know, organization probably down there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But like, what what organization would you want to fight for? My uh, my main organization that I wanted to fight for, or that I, yeah, that I want to fight for is uh, well, the UFC, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get mixed results on that, man. Really? Yeah, I think like let's say I asked uh, the last twelve people I asked that question to. I would say you're probably the third one that said the UFC. A lot of them said Bellator. I had one that said Risen, which I was actually surprised about. But I mean, I mean, I could kind of see it. And then the other person said one in Asia, you know. So. Because a lot of people were saying, you know, like this Bellator um, treats their, they, they feel like the Bellator treats them better than they would if they were in the UFC. But I, I mean, but you're there in Vegas, but I mean, obviously, you know, I, I can't comment on either of them because I'm, <laughs> I'm not an MMA fighter. But uh, yeah, I, I just found that interesting because I would have thought that, you know, Every single one of them would have been like, oh, the UFC. Like, you know, I've interviewed a guy that fought on the Contender Series. Uh, you know, I've interviewed people that fought on both Bellator and the UFC. And usually the ones that have fought on Bellator, they said they were a lot happier with Bellator. You know what I mean? So now, yeah, that's... <laughs> what were you say? Oh, I was, uh, I was saying, uh, you know, that, that's something I can uh, actually believe because um, I've seen, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people, you know, jump from the UFC over to Bellator, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, guys like Kimbo Slice and, you know, Ken Shamrock, you know, those guys jump from the UFC to Bellator and maybe rightfully so. Maybe they do get treated better. I'm, I, I don't know, but I mean. Yeah. Well, a lot of the theory is that I thought that a lot of those fighters left the UFC. Go to Bellator, I'm not gonna say any names, but from what I would guess from my point of view and from like the outside point of view, from people who don't do MMA, 
Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, if you left the UFC, that means you're not of that good caliber anymore. So then you go to the next best thing, which is Bellator. But it seems that, I mean, Bellator is trying, like from especially over the last few years, they're trying to uh, to raise their standards so that they can, you know, get better combat athletes. Not that the ones they had before were bad, but it was kind of like, I guess the general public point of view was that the UFC fighters were at a higher level. Now, you've also had the guys from the UFC, like Demetrius, and Nate, what's his name? Nate, uh, Nate, Nate. Cage. Uh, you know, that guy, that karate looking kid that does the, the commercials with Demetrius Johnson. Who, they both fought and won the one championships and they, and they both lost. The one guy got his bone broken like 35 times in the face. Oh, God. <laughs> man, what the hell is his name? Oh, man. It's going to bother me. It was one championships. If you see the guy's name, I may, I may know him by phase. I don't. I don't think yeah, I can remember was, the name. Uh, I think he had like thirty broken bones. Oh, it wasn't long ago either. I'm just like horrible at names. The cage. Ah oh, man, I just can't. <laughs> the, the guy's name North Sage Northcutt. I knew it was Cage Sage Nage. So yeah, Sage Northcutt. He got. He said he. He said he had thirty. Twenty nine seconds. He got. They say there's one headline said eight fractures, but I heard it was a lot more. The guy Jeez. like him up, and then Demetrius, who was like supposed to be, you know, one of the best ever, lost his debut there too. So people are like getting more skeptical now, saying, "Hey, you know." Maybe their standards, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe people or other organizations are catching up or whatever. But getting back to you, I digest. <laughs> I digest, sir, and I apologize. Hey, that's all getting right. I understand. <laughs> all right, so let's say you're ready to go pro by the end of the year. What organization do you think you find yourself fighting with before you got into the UFC? What, what are the uh, local smaller shows? Um. That's a very good question. I, man. To be honest with you, I haven't, you know, thought about it, you know, that much. Uh, okay. You know, it's, it, it lingers on my mind, trust me. It, man, like, but um, you said before the UFC? Yeah, because you would probably have to start, like, in a smaller show. You know, I know they got them, I, I think, in um, St. Louis, they got a lot of like smaller shows that fight on like on uh, showboats. I just can't think of their names right now. Um, it was actually one one. Uh, I think it's I think it's both uh, pro and amateur. It's called uh, I think it's King of the Cage, I believe. Yes, that's one. That would probably that, be good. they got they have shows in Vegas too, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I man, I've I've been to at least two of them. They, those guys are. <laughs> I can't even describe them. <laughs> the fighters or the promoters. I, these fighters they're they're you know they they're amazing man like i i look at these guys like you guys are like top notch like why are you guys like why aren't you guys in big you know these bigger promotions you know these guys are are good yeah i haven't watched king of the cage in a while man 
I, I do I do recommend it. You know, there's there's a lot of you know a lot of good I fighters got in there. Some DVDs of some old stuff that I haven't even gotten. So. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So anyway, so um, if there's potential sponsors out there, where how would they get in contact with you? I would say usually uh, it'll be um, through social media. Honestly, okay. Um, because uh, recently, I've uh, I've gotten contacted by another by another amateur, you know, you know, um, promoter. Okay. But you know, the way Tovinov has been treating me, I don't think I'll. I don't think I'm going to switch up with that. But okay. But sponsor wise, yeah, the, the best way to reach me is is by you know social media. Okay. So what 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 avenues is there? An Instagram account, a Facebook account. Uh, there, there is a, there's both uh, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, okay. And it was it just Devante underscore Burnham or like, I mean, um, for, I probably posted in the, the notes. I think you sent it to me before, but I just wanted to have, give you a chance to tell people listening. Well, to the you, podcast. well if, you know, if uh, sponsors, you know, or other promoters you want to reach me, um, my Instagram uh, name is the big boss dog MMA 13. Okay. Uh, my Facebook is Devonte Armand Burnham, okay. you know, and, and you know I usually reply within you know within minutes. You know I'm I'm gonna linger you on, so I'm always available. Now, do you have any future fights coming up? You know what? I I did have one actually um, for September 6th at the Orleans Arena for Tough Enough. Okay. But I you know I sadly had to I had to back out of that card because of uh you know I I'm I'm kind of suffering from some injuries oh sorry to hear that man uh, it's all right i mean I'm, I'm i'm gonna get back on my feet and get get right back into the cage there you go there you go <laughs> so are your aspirations to turn pro and make that your living or you just want to take it and see what happens with it you know i i honestly want to make it a living because okay. i I, I can't. I can't see myself doing this office job for the next thirty years. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. Well, anybody out there that's listening to this, if they're you know a professional promoter, or if they you know they need someone to sponsor, I, I'd say hit this man up, Devante Armand Burnham. Check him out. He's from Vegas. He's a future rising star in the sport, and it was great to have you on the show, Devante. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to chatting with you probably bringing you back on the show probably perhaps in the future for another interview so what you could do is hit me up like when you when you have like a like another fight coming up you know like maybe like a couple weeks before hit me up you know and we can shoot you do another interview perhaps uh stream it live on youtube or something Hope sounds you good all right buddy all right thank you sir all right guys all right everybody we'll be back after this break All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C, 
underscore Ritorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-L. Keep up to date and follow us. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and I just wanted to make a quick announcement. Um, both me and my daughter put published some new books that are now available on Amazon, currently just now in paperback, but um, they will be available in Kindle format soon and audiobook book format soon. My book is called Marcus the Vampire, and my daughter Christina's book is called A Little Bit Louder. Um, you can get them now at www.retortofamilybooks.com. That's R-I-T-O-R-T-O familybooks.com or Amazon. Um, I actually just finished doing an interview with Ed Pizzini um, with his podcast called Business Conversations. I will include a link to that podcast interview in the description notes of this episode. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Again, that's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. guys this is mark the shark retorto letting you know that you can visit my website www.markthesharkmmashow.com you can get our podcast episodes on there and you can also shop the swag get your hoodies get your t-shirts get your hats it's all on there for both men and women we do not discriminate go out there and check it out www.markthesharkmmashow.com Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash podcastcitynetwork. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at podcastcitynet. Only on Podcast City Network. Marcus Sander was a normal family man until he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned in torture. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe. But not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire 
the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series. Now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark. And to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. Moments podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.